And uh, what games have you been playing? Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. More Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. That's all I do. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast. This is the Devils in the Podcast, who have been released for your auditory pleasure. This is episode 16, and we are a production of the Devils in the Details team curator, who also have a Discord server where we record these episodes. We would like to shout out Demon Cookies and Demon Yorg for supporting us on Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash di. TD, and we will probably delay the shout outs a month uh, if we have a new subscriber, as we had someone we shouted out who uh, did not support us in the end, and that just makes us sad. So, with me today is the wonderful Summer Roses AI. Hello. Small podcast, you know, just a, a warm and cozy one on this cold fall day in the Northern Hemisphere. So, AI, yeah. how are you doing? Good. Good. Um, I mean, everything's going all right, so <laughs> I think that's good. <laughs> that is good. That is good to hear, definitely. And uh, what games have you been playing? Uh, I mean, most. I mean, kind of just switching between uh, doing like the dailies in Genshin, and then um, just other various. Like, finally got back to playing like other games, so I played some um, Okami, and uh, I played some Resident Evil. Two remake, so that was awesome. Okami is very much a classic. Yes, I've never very finished fun. it yet. I hope to someday I because it played, is yeah. very I good. I played it once back on the Wii, and then same here. Uh, now I'm playing the HD version on Steam. When I was a less informed youth, I beat um, what was it, Oni Musha or something like that, the dragon. I thought the game was over. <laughs> to find out that was about a quarter of the game so yeah there's a lot to it yeah it, i don't know just silly me was like hey i'm done i beat the big bad guy that makes sense right and then and, you find uh, out there's more <laughs> yeah it wasn't until much later that i found out there's actually much more to the game um and i'm sad that uh you know i didn't play it more when i was younger but now i've got it because of the humble monthly bundle so hopefully i'll you know Pick a time, one of these holidays, and play some Okami again because it is really fun. It is. I do like it. It's got a pretty good battle system. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. What about I've been playing? I've been playing some more Hades because it's absolutely awesome. Uh, I played a little bit of Curse of the Dead Gods because I haven't played it yet, and it's also really fun. Sort of got a Hades-esque vibe to it. Um, and then we have... I played a little bit more Doom because I'm trying to get back into that because... I want to play Doom Eternal and eventually the DLC. Uh, that's that's honestly about it. So mostly it's just been you know Hades and not playing many video games at all, unfortunately. I mean, but, you still played something. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I did. Just wish I had played a little bit more, but hey, you know, life gets in the way, unfortunately. That is true. Loves yeah. to do that. Unfortunately, it does. But yeah. What you gonna do? Exactly. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? 
So uh, our first topic of the day is that uh, Facebook confirms that having multiple Oculus devices tied to a single account uh, will not get you banned, which is always good. Yeah, that is good to hear that. At least they're doing that much, but still, the fact that the, you need the account is still kind of a bad idea for them, but whatever. Which is why our second topic is hackers claim to have uh, jailbroken the device to not need a Facebook account. I think it's one of those things good. where it's like um, uh, back in the 90s, 80s, 90s, um, Microsoft was saying that Internet Explorer was integral to Windows and Windows couldn't run without it. And uh, then it was later revealed in a court case where they got um, hardcore like uh, like sci uh, computer scientists to hack it out of Windows and Windows worked completely fine. I think it's just one of those things where they just want, you know, more data. So they're just going to force it on you because they're awful. More data, more users. It's like, hey, if we do this, we have more users and we can claim... Or, I was going to say, claim, but yeah. considering Facebook has seen a downturn in user use, it's probably their, um, you know, uh, attempt to try and gain some more data yep. for advertisers so that they can continue their stock prices going yeah, up. They I don't know if, it goes, if it's kept going up, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's like they see people aren't using Facebook anymore, and it's like, oh, we need a way to get people back. <laughs> Want affordable VR? Sell your soul to the Zuck. Pretty much. At this, at that point, I mean, I, it's really hard to drop a grand on an index, but at least your soul isn't getting scanned and sold to the highest bidder. Yep. So. Yeah, I think that's the only problem with like the index is the fact it is like a thousand. Yeah. I really do wish it was a little more affordable, but, you know, I guess that's just the kind of cost it is. Yeah. And like I said, uh, I I personally would be willing to pay a bit more um, to not have anything tied to Facebook ever. So, but that's just me. I mean, um, like we talked about, it's like a, a grand, which is nowhere near affordable. But hey, you know, it's a, it's a toss-up. It depends what you want or what yep. you can potentially afford in the coming years. Yeah, unless you already have the parts, in which case it's cheaper, but still. Yeah, but the problem is, is with the parts, like if you have the lighthouses, um, I mean, then you're buying... I think the headset itself is like 600 or something like that. Uh, uh, the just the head... So I'm looking on Steam's website. Okay, so okay. Just the headsets... 500 just the controllers is uh yeah so yeah so the valve index headset is 499 uh the valve index controllers is 279 uh the station which is actually sold out at the moment is 149 and then if you get the headset and the controllers it's 749 and then the kit which is all three is 999 yeah, but the problem is, is like if you try to part it out, um, the in with the index, um, the the real main issue is that unfortunately, like if you have lighthouses from the Vive, well then index ones are upgraded, so you're missing out on some mm -hmm. experience. And then it's like 
if you have your old controllers, that's fine. But if you don't buy the new index controllers, it doesn't have the finger tracking. Yeah. So, like, I, I guess if you just want, like, the better... Um, I guess if you just want the better, like, visuals, then it's okay. But I just think as a VR experience, unfortunately, you've got to just drop the dosh or else it's uh, it's it's not as good. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the station's out at the moment, but I was going to say, unless you do something where it's like, you know, you buy bite in pieces. So it's like you buy, say, like, just the headset, then you kind of wait a bit, you know, buy this, say, the station, wait a bit, buy the controllers. So it's like you slowly get the parts. Yeah, so I, mean, paying, like, I mean, but you can't even, like, play the headset unless you've, like, got the control. I mean, you guys, you could. You could use a keyboard and mouse, but then what's the point? Yeah. You might as well just use a monitor strapped to your face. Well, I was going to say, so then, like, you're not paying the, like, 1000 at once. You're doing it in, like, payments. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I can understand that. I uh, just wish it was more affordable because it seems yeah, like it's really, had, really cool. Yeah, or if they had the thing where it's, like, you can make the payments in you know do multiple payments so it's like you know you do it in pieces instead of paying it all at once yeah yeah that that'd be better might be able to do that through like a, a bank or something i don't know just probably would Maybe. be more more of a pain yeah because you know, i know like anything Ra- yeah because i know like for all of our yeah i think like all of their stuff razor does it where yeah you can do it you can do it in like payments instead of just paying it all at once yeah i don't i don't know if valve offers that option sadly yeah sadly valve i don't believe they do which so it's like you'd have to pay all up front and it's like uh-huh i mean i want it but do i really want to pay like a thousand dollars to get it yeah well also the problem with vr is that it's so young is that you're getting a lot of innovation very quickly so just as you buy the index the index 2 will come out mm-hmm and then the original index will be like $500 and the new index will be like a grand. And now you're like, wow, why did I spend that money? Yeah, because, yeah, I was thinking of getting the uh, HTC Vive. And then, like, by the time I was going to get around to it, it was like, yeah, then the index came out. It's like, well, I'll wait and get that then. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, technology, man, technology is hard to pull the trigger on because of it constantly getting innovated. But my goodness, if, you know, startup technological advances, I don't mean the startup as in like startup company. I more mean like um, startup as in, you know, new fields, you know, they're, they just get so much turnover that it's just is so hard to just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pull it off because uh you know jeez like i said yeah i remember back in the day when graphics cards were a little there were a little more competition than just amd and nvidia and there was always like some new weirdly named graphics card that uh you know supposedly had more performance but uh you were buying because or you were careful buying because you knew it had to be a big investment because i'm the latest graphics card was probably gonna come out in like a month later and yep. you were just uh you were just sad then if you didn't get it because the one you bought is now obsolete technically hello erg and welcome to the podcast thank you for joining us hello what do you think about um the vr in general specifically vr uh no longer 
potentially being tied to Facebook as hackers have taken the Facebook account out of uh, an Oculus Quest 2. I think that tying it to the Facebook is kind of useless if you don't have Facebook or if you don't want to use it. Even if you can use basically the, if you can create another account, it's another account that you need to remember pass, password to, etc. I think that the best option would be to just use VR without an account or just the account that you already have. Like if you already have a Oculus account, I wouldn't connect it to Facebook. And if you use the Steam account, uh, for example, for Index or something, I would just use Steam account because I think that basically everyone who plays games on the computer has Steam. Probably, yeah. We were talking about how we would, at least I personally would um, probably buy the Index specifically because it's not tied to Facebook. And also, if I remember correctly, um, Oculus accounts are getting um, dis... Why am I blanking on the word? Discontinued. There it is. Discontinued. Um, so that and and you'll be forced to use a Facebook account in the future. Yeah, basically, I wouldn't mind buying Oculus, but because of the Facebook account, I will never buy it. Probably that's basically it. I will probably buy something else instead of Oculus, even if Oculus is a little bit better at something. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking the same. I was saying to a AI that I would. Again, a thousand is a lot to drop, but I would potentially, you know, spend more money just so that I don't give Zuck my soul. But like the devil, <laughs> you have to sell your soul to him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, CD Projekt Red delays Cyberpunk again for the third time or so, uh, but this time it's December, uh, December twenty-first, um, which caused. A lot of their share prices to fall, as well as delaying other games. I am worried at this point <laughs> for the game because it just seems to be in development hell. I'm worried about the game, and I'm more importantly worried about their workers. I mean, they crunched. Definitely. They crunched so they don't have to delay it. And then they and delayed they it. And they still delayed it? <laughs> yeah, a little ironic there, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't really know like, what they're thinking. I mean, yeah. honestly, they should have just released it like in December anyway, because that way, I mean, they've lost so much goodwill from the community. I just don't know if it was worth it for them in the long term. To be honest, I think yeah. they sh if they should, if they need to delay it, they should just say that uh, the game will be delayed and they shouldn't specif specify their new date or the new release. And this way, basically, they will never have to delay a game. Basically, same as Dying, uh, as Dying Light 2. It, uh, it is delayed, but because they just said it is delayed and they never said uh, when will it be out, no one is angry anymore because basically it's delayed and you can't argue and you can't say that it should be now because they said it would be now. Fair enough. True, yeah. That's why Valve has Valve time, if I remember correctly, because they, they said they're not very good at sticking to a, to a specific date and they don't want people to get angry and or disappointed by you know, games coming out after the, the date that they specified. Otherwise, of course, you'll get internet riots and that's all you need. Poor, I remember back when uh, Valve didn't, uh, what was it? They didn't do Dire Tide, but they didn't say anything, which I mean, was a whole nother stupid idea by Valve. But uh, yeah, like poor Volvo, the uh, because people call Valve Volvo in the Dota 2 community, 
was getting inundated with tweets and stuff like Volvo give dire tide or something like that. Like it'd be really annoying when the internet decides to band together for a stupid cause. Yep. So yeah, I can understand. And uh, I just kind of also feel, I also feel bad for like those other games that are getting pushed off. Um, I know Path of Exile's Nukes expansion was pushed off. Everspace Space 2 was pushed off. Mm -hmm. uh, those are just a few of the examples of other games not wanting to compete with Cyberpunk 2077. They do have sure Far Cry. Oh yeah, Far Cry 6, yeah. I'm sure Ubisoft is absolutely jumping for joy that they uh, that they put uh, Valhalla in November. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, now it's like got no comp competitors at all. Yep. I mean... I mean, uh, it doesn't have Cyberpunk, it doesn't have, uh, like, any of those. I, I'm trying to think of them. Like, Watch Dogs Legion came out earlier. So, it's does, yeah, it's not, it's actually, like, got this weird little tiny market, um, market dominance in November because no one else wants to go up against Cyberpunk, and now Cyberpunk's delayed, so they managed to get, like, a really good spot. You shouldn't forget that there should be, I think, Dark so Demon Souls in November. Uh, well, that's and... like a PS5 exclusive, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah. just saying that there will be a lot of PS5 exclusive, basically, or PS4 too, like Spider-Man, etc. Yeah, true. That would, that'll be good for Sony. Uh, unfortunately, though, for anyone else who does not own a PlayStation console, you are out of luck for November releases and your best bet is probably just uh valhalla because otherwise i don't think a lot of big things are coming out in november other than valhalla it's pretty much it pretty much it call of duty maybe is that still popular i have no idea but my brother wants to buy it and same goes for world of warcraft shadowlands yeah actually world of warcraft shadowlands is um surprisingly apparently very uh, big release. It's like the biggest pre-order so far, which I think is interesting. But uh, but yeah, so CD Projekt Red continues to lose PR, and I mean share prices fell 25%, so technically losing money too. Uh, from Software, as we were just talking about, uh, Demon Souls confirms that Elden Ring is still alive. Good to hear. Yes, that is good to hear. I was worried that it was dead. But, oh well. Uh, because, yeah, we haven't heard anything for a while. I guess it's one of those things, as Erg said, they don't release a re release date, so, you know, no one can get hyped. But, uh, yeah, everyone's just kind of like, is this thing even still alive? Because we haven't even seen a gameplay trailer of it. In Dying Light, in Dying Light 2, did we see a gameplay trailer? I can't remember. There was some kind of trailer that looked like gameplay, but I'm not sure if it was gameplay or not. Uh, okay, yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure about that one. I, I yeah, I don't know. That Elden Ring will be good. I wonder if it's because of GRR Martin. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see. I hope it turns out that it's good because From Software generally has made pretty good games so far. Pretty good games so far, and I like it. Mm -hmm. Their Dark Souls is, of course, numero uno in terms of beloved game franchises at this point so i'm very glad that we have you today ai because i would love if you could talk about genshin impacts changing currency system uh i mean i actually haven't heard too much about that like exactly um 
what they're how they're changing it. Um, I mean, I did try and look it up to see exactly what they're changing, like if they're going to be. Um, but it does seem like they're. Uh, I mean, the one thing I know that they are doing. It seems like since they're uh, with like the future update uh like next week uh they're adding more characters and stuff so i know they're changing the the rate of the characters so like the rarer characters so i think like right now it's like a it's like a one percent chance you can get them um i i heard like it's it they're rising that to like two percent um but i don't know fully how they're changing the currency like if they're um because I know, like, right now, like, I don't know if they're making it easier to get or if they're making it so you have to actually buy to get stuff. I don't believe they are. Um, but I haven't heard too much on that, exactly how they're changing it. I know the drop rate is going to be changing with the future update and as they add characters. Um, and then, yeah, because I know, like, right now, I don't know, like, if they're going to change it so it's easier to get the, the stuff to basically get them for free without having to pay but i don't know fully exactly how that how they're doing that yeah hmm. very interesting erg have you played genshin impact yet uh, i played like five minutes and that's all because i tried it with keyboard and mouse i didn't like it i tried it with my controller and i didn't like it because it was that the uh, japanese controls where you confirm with circle and or with uh, B, or with A, you disagree, basically. Oh, I see. Yeah, Fair it enough. is a little interesting. Fair enough, indeed. Basically, same as Switch. Yeah. Um, AMD dropped a big announcement this week. Uh, they announced their latest GPUs. Uh, the 6800, the 6800 XT, and the 6900 XT. I believe those are the three cards they announced. Um... The 6800 XT potentially looks like a potential competitor to the RTX 3080. Uh, it's $50 cheaper and has six gigabytes more of VRAM, which is always useful. But uh, it is missing because it is AMD uh, DLSS support um, as well as the NVIDIA GeForce suite. So what do you guys think? Would you... If you had the money right now to buy one, which one were you, would you think about buying? Uh, I mean, probably if I was getting a new graphics card, most likely AMD. Uh, or uh, I mean, I'd probably go with the higher end AMD. Um, but uh, like the 6900 I mean, XT. Yeah, but I mean, at the moment, I mean the Nvidia the 1080 is perfectly good. So you know, yeah. I don't need a new graphics card, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, I might. I don't know. I, I really want to, and I would not make a final choice, of course, until I actually see the numbers. But I'm sort of leaning uh, NVIDIA right now. Um, their DLSS is really good for anti-aliasing, uh, especially when you're getting higher resolutions. So it'll look great on a TV if you want to like play it on a TV, um, which I have, you know, my computer is practically next to. Also, um, NVIDIA's GeForce Shadow Play is pretty awesome. I have used it in the past to you know, record uh, some video without requiring me to install an extra application. Although OBS at this point is pretty much good enough. 
And uh, finally, I think NVIDIA has better graphics card support on Linux from what I can tell, which is important to me as I've been using Linux more and more lately since I haven't had a lot of time to play games at home and it just starts so quickly. And I've actually been able to play a lot of the games I've wanted to lately with the Proton um, compatibility layer. So basically Proton at this point, unless the game uses some crazy uh, proprietary software, like some silly compatibility layer or some anti-cheat thing like Rainbow Six Siege, it pretty much runs at this point, which is nice. I like that. I think that I would probably go for NVIDIA right now, but first I want to see the numbers and yeah. I would probably even after they release the AMD graphics card, I would wait at least one month because there could be some problems. Like with NVIDIA, some of the appropriate, some of the second party like MSI or ASUS have problem with transistors, which... Uh, yes, that's true. Yeah which is problematic and if amd will get similar problem i want to know it before i buy it so i will probably i would probably wait at least one month after the release so every problem would be at least most of the problems i would know them before i buy it very true yeah <laughs> amd last yeah. generation had a real problem with their drivers and now uh, this generation as you said nvidia is not out doing so well with their transistors so yeah, definitely yeah. a good, good idea to wait. And I think the other thing I'll look at too um, is also like what which ones they actually like test games with and stuff. Because I know like yeah. with uh, back with like the 1080, like uh, for Nvidia, like the 1080 Ti is technically the better one, but it has a lot more issues because they tested stuff with the 1080 not the 1080 ti so the ti is not optimized as well as the 1080 despite the 1080 ti being technically more powerful and whatnot but it wasn't i didn't know that yeah they didn't like fully test it with everything so it would it's not as optimized even though it's hmm. technically the better one well the 1080 ti is like only like 12 percent better than the 1080 anyway yeah so it's not even that like yeah it's not that big of, yeah performance boost yeah and then they didn't even like fully optimize it because they didn't test it with the <laughs> they tested stuff with like the with just the regular 1080 not with the t the ti so like straight out like when it released yeah the ti had optimization issues yeah unfortunate very very unfortunate yeah so also apex legends is coming out with its new season soon and it will be coming to steam uh on the 4th of november i might actually play it now same i will it, play it like i have it installed from origin but i didn't play it i never uh, yeah. got that far yeah i installed it i think i played the tutorial and then i just didn't want to play it again so yeah, yeah maybe... it's like for me it's like i wanted to play it but Origin just hates my computer, and like for whatever reason, it's like I'd sign into Origin, it's, it's an EA and then product, Origin would man. crash. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna it's say like, it's, an, yeah, it's, it's like, EA, man. You're just yeah, I couldn't even not, get it on uh, Origin. Yeah, you're you're not at all going to uh, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, it's yeah. bad. That's how bad it was though. It's like yeah, it's like it's like okay, enter your account information. Okay, enter username, lo password, login. Origin crashes. It's like hmm, okay. <laughs> Guess I'm not playing Apex. <laughs> yeah, probably 
you know, oh man. So, which is funny because I, I didn't want to when it like first came out. It's like I totally didn't want to, but then like uh, Plevels was getting it, so it's like okay, I'll play. It's like okay, I guess I'll get it, and then I'll play with you. And then Origin was like, nope, I'm not gonna work on your computer. It's like okay, I didn't want the game anyways. <laughs> yeah, this is probably why they're going with EA Play anyway. So, mm -hmm. because Origin is just terrible. Yep. Really bad, unfortunately. I mean, so is EA though. So. I mean, I mean, I didn't want to say it, but I think there's kind of a connection there. So. And but, I mean, maybe that's just me having a grudge against EA because of uh, Mass Effect Two on PC. <laughs> Mass Effect Two on PC? Why? Why do you hate yeah. Mass Effect Two? I don't hate Mass Effect, but it's so. I bought the trilogy on like CD, and so I beat Mass Effect One. Went to play Mass Effect Two. Would not run on my computer. Mass really? Effect, uh, yeah, I could launch Mass Effect 3 fine. Never actually played it because I wanted to play 2 first. Um, and then I went through EA's customer support, you know, whatever, trying to help. They had me do a bunch of stuff. Did nothing. Didn't help at all. So I never played Mass Effect 2 or 3 because Mass Effect 2 did not want to run on my computer. I can kind of understand why you feel a little bit... Um a little bit of distaste for EA in that regard. So yeah, so there is that little grudge right there where it's like, you have me do all this stuff to try and help, and it does nothing. And then it's also the fact, too, that like, after I did all that, basically, they kind of just like, it just ended the conversation. They just ended it. It just went quiet, and it's like, um, my situation wasn't resolved. I didn't end, you know, I didn't say, hey, you know what, I'm giving up. They just ended it. It's like, you guys just gave up on me. Okay. Yes. So, yes, I do have a grudge. <laughs> and again, understandable. Understandable. Uh, the founder of Lab Zero, now that he's <laughs> all alone because of his entire, um, pretty much his entire employee base left because he's terrible. Uh, has been suspended from work on his Guilty Gear update because apparently he's a terrible person. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, Any thoughts you hear on that? a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that kind of seems to be the thing where it's like either some director or CEO or whatever you always hear, it's like, oh yeah, this work was suspended because people left and it's always because of some director or CEO that's terrible person or you know maybe like outside of work they're fine they're great as a person but it's like just work wise they're just they just don't know how to handle it and they are terrible yes. yeah fair enough fair enough um next up was uh watchdogs legion uh released to middling reviews it's basically like yeah it's fun for an hour or two but a large scale enjoyment is very limited due to constantly doing the same kind of thing i guess yeah for a game for a game like watchdogs i feel like middling reviews that's a disappointment to kind of hear to be like you know it seemed like it had a bunch of hype and then kind of to hear that it's just middling reviews that's to me that's a disappointment yeah yeah it is i mean it seemed really interesting but i got very worried when i saw that what they always showed off in the trailers was just the same system over and over again. And I'm glad that they were very proud of it 
but it made me worried because I was like, huh, that's all there is to the game, isn't there? And it turns out, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, because, yeah, it's like when uh, both you and Manos were talking about it, it's like, it sounded cool. and But then, yeah, it's like to hear that it... So it's like, okay, you know, I'll let it come out and then I'll get it later when it goes on, you know, if it goes on sale or something. But to hear that it's middling reviews is, is a disappointment. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I think that if they keep their system where you can basically play as any character you want, it would be interesting. But they need to upgrade it so it would be more interesting from other perspective, like gameplay or fighting or the quests to get new characters. Because from what I heard, it's basically a lot of the quests are basically the same with different uh, maybe enemies or locations. And I think that after a while I will get really bored with the game because I think that it's not really story-driven as basically most story-driven games have one character and if you have multiple characters it's harder to make a story-driven game properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's like that sounds somewhat like Genshin Impact where it's like, you know, it's the same... I mean, kind of like the, the same... Well, it's like... Once you complete the storyline, the like the dailies and stuff are like the same. Just it takes a while before you get back to them. But again, Genshin Impact's a free to play game, so that's kind of expected for a, what sixty dollar game to do that. That's yeah, that's a disappointment. Really acceptable, yeah, it's not acceptable. Um, let's see. Next up was Halo Infinite's director has left the project, as if people weren't already concerned for it. Oh my. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, I do want it, but it does sound like it. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, keep hearing where it's like, oh yeah, these people, you know, the key people are leaving. Although I feel like it's partially because it's, uh, at least early on from what I've heard, it sounds like it kind of sounds like they're exporting it. Oh, you mean like they're the, like outsourcing it, kind of? Yeah, they're out. It sounds like some of or a bunch of it is outsourced so it's not necessarily like the key people that made like the previous ones that are there they kind of have like this like third party that's i can't imagine that this is very good for a cohesive experience yeah because like one of the things i heard about it was like it's well it's like they have different groups working on it like it's like they'll have a group work on part of it and then like they like it sounded like they got rid of that group and then they have a new group work on it and then they have get rid of that group have a new group work on it which is like they're it's just not getting done yeah i maybe maybe halo infinite is uh aptly named in that it will infinitely stay in development hell and we'll never see it <laughs> yeah because it's like i i do want it because i feel like it is i mean unless they this microsoft decides you know to continue it but i feel it is it, it uh, that's what i heard i believe it, it is supposed to be like the last although they said that about three it's supposed to be the last well i don't know if game. it's the last last in terms of story from unaware but it's the last one in terms of releases for a while because i believe they said they sort of wanted to do it as like a dlc system instead yeah well because i think i mean yeah it depends on how they're doing it uh how they're gonna do the story and whatnot in infinite because i believe because i think it's kind of like how bungie did it where it's like they did three and then they're like yeah we're done because i think that was the whole thing 
at least early on, I think they I think early on they're like, yeah, we'll do another three. So yeah, this I, would be that third in that line. Yeah. But at Honestly, the same time, like, I'm a little worried that because it, I mean, it, I don't know if this one will, I mean, this might kill it for them. Uh, but kind of, it seems like all the other ones made so much that it, I feel like, you know, Microsoft is not going to let it die. Although seeing how this is going, I kind of feel that Microsoft might finally let it eventually die out with infinite just you know maybe yeah after a couple years of you know maybe like a year yeah i'll say probably like two to four years they of adding dlc and stuff then they'll uh story then they'll finally just you know be like okay yeah halo is done we'll you know obviously update like multiplayer and stuff for like you know because it does make like each you know an esport competition and whatnot so it's like there'll be updates for that um, but I think that's basically going to be it. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think it's like, if you wanted story, you're pretty much gave up after three, like three is the ending story wise. And the others are basically just feel like fan fiction or something like that. Yeah. It's like, I liked four just because it like four kind of made sense for me because it was one of those where it's like, you know, they did show at the end of three, but I forget if it was the legendary ending or whatnot, but they did show the Master Chief floating towards... Yeah, he was still alive, and uh, he was just floating in space. Yeah, and I think they did... I think in, like, the legendary ending, they did show... Um, I forget the name of the planet. But they did show, like, the place where he ended up um, in 4. So the fact that they continued that, for me, that was good. But then it's kind of like... I mean, it's been out for a while, but it, I guess spoiler for people that haven't played the Halos and are interested, but kind of like at the end of 4, we kind of saw what happened to Cortana, you know, she's gone, whatnot, and then kind of start of 5, it, it just randomly bring her, it's like, nope, that didn't actually happen. It's like, she's back. It's like, I did not like that at all. Yeah, I think, yeah, because if I remember correctly, I think I played a bit of 4, it was like she was sacrificing herself or something. Yep. And uh, and then it was like, nope, your my sacrifice was invalidated, and it's you're just and like I'm, what? Now I'm insane. Yeah, like, and now what? you're like hearing the voice of her in your head, even though she's like dead or something. And that I don't know, it was just weird. Well, yeah, then like you do come across her late later in five. I know, so. but I'm saying they they should have yeah. just made him haunted by the visions. I think that would have been powerful. I don't yeah, like but, that they brought her back. Like, oh yeah, haha, Master Chief is totally fine. It's just like she's plugged into an alien bio chip or something. Yeah, and remember. she's insane. And and that's the other thing I don't like is like yeah, it's like now she's like yeah. because of you know she's sad fan, and I guess the AIs go crazy after that. Yeah. So she's insane, and that but basically she's doing all this stuff and like go, going and it seems like she's basically trying to get rid of humanity to a degree to be honest and basically uh, the master chief doesn't care he's just like oh yeah i'll go save Cortana. it's like no that is not acceptable i'm gonna kill humanity well as a protector of humanity that's okay <laughs> yeah it's like i'll save you i'll it's like i'll get you bring you back to i guess bring you back to the doctor who create 
doctor scientist person that created you and she'll fix you it's like ah. yeah to be honest oh. i think that one of the biggest problems right now like not exactly problem but it's a master chief because uh, from what i see and hear basically and what i played he basically dies comes back dies and comes back every time he comes back even if everyone thinks he is dead or something like that and i think that if they made uh, another game with uh, same universe like odst or something like that but uh, better with a new protagonist or something like or new protagonist i think it would be more more interesting than just replaying the master chief card or all, all over again i mean there are other spartans i mean that was kind of an issue with five they tried to introduce the new team and like Locke and like the new guys that you switch between them and the chief. People didn't like the fact that chief was not like you didn't get a lot of time playing as the chief because you switch between the two. It seemed like people didn't like having the switch and they wanted to just stick with the chief. I think part of the problem is 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 that um, Master Chief people are still waiting for him to get fleshed out in terms of story and personality. And it's been like over a decade and he still has, he's still like a cardboard cutout. So it's like, Oh man, we got finally get to see his personality, him interacting with this other team. Is he going to be like a teacher figure? Is he going to hate that he's feeling replaced? No, we're just going to switch between them. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I guess to be fair, like with the newer team, he, doesn't really have any interaction he's like never done anything with him before yeah so i mean i kind of see i kind of get that where you know it's like he's not really gonna be seen as like a teacher figure or whatever i mean i guess the new team would kind of look up to him since he is basically you know he is this huge he is like a religious figure kind of where you know people look up to him and he is a, like you know cute big hero um but I would really love to see that sort of like that play off one another. Like they see that he's a big hero and sort of like they don't know how to interact with him. But I don't know, maybe they see his his faults or something. So they've got to come to grips with, you know, the fact that someone that they've revered all their lives is simply human. Yeah, because it kind of seemed like, yeah, it's like the other team was basically sent to bring him back because he was you know he basically went a wall but it kind of seemed like they kind of didn't care about the fact that he was this huge figure that like there was no trying to figure out like why he was doing what he was doing it was just like yeah we're here to bring you back it's just like i mean oh that's kind of realistic in terms of military um from what i've heard from friends who spent some time in the military uh it's uh you do not question orders if you were told to bring back bring him back you do not care what he is doing you bring him back but um yeah i mean i i just kind of felt like they you know it could be hey we've been sent here to because i think that, like at the end there was a little bit where they're they're they are working together but like there's no trying to figure out why you know he's doing what he was doing it's just like okay yeah we'll work together because you know we have to and it's kind of like I kind of feel like they could have done more there, but maybe, yeah. you know, I don't really have military experience, so maybe that is realistic. I don't know. I just, I just, again, think that uh, people are still waiting for Master Chief to actually get a personality. 
<laughs> I mean, I honestly, I don't see that really happening, considering the fact that, like, if you read the books and stuff, like, he and his friends, you know, his teammates, whatnot, they're abducted when they're, like, what, six? So basically, they've been in the military and military training and whatnot, fighting from the age of six, and they're now, like, I think they're, like, 48 now at the time of Halo 5. So it's, like, they've been in military training and basically in the military for, like, 42 years, and they were abducted when they were kids. So it's, like, they kind of don't really... I, I kind of feel like they don't really have that, like, personality that they're going to have. Because... I don't know. Like, I, I can see what you're saying, that their personality really would not probably have developed... Um, to quite the degree, but I think they would still have a personality. I mean, just look at um, Reach. I mean, those were those are Spartans, and they were still very, you know, what you had the jokester, you had the big buff heavy weapons yeah. guy. It was well, gruff. I mean, because they're so like with them though, because they're the, I mean, like the Spartan threes, kind of if I remember correctly from the lore, there are more of like actual like volunteers they weren't abducted at such a young age basically you know I, since they're abducted they weren't allowed to see you know because yeah it's like the spartan twos they're abducted when they were six they weren't allowed to so it's like they weren't allowed to see their family they weren't you know there's all these restrictions on them they weren't allowed to there was so much they weren't allowed to do because basically yeah it's like they were abducted so it's like and so it's like that's pretty much all they knew is you know whereas like the spartan threes kind of it was much later in the war so it's like the people that joined it was it was kind of it was more for them at least for some of them it was kind of more of like a vengeance thing it's like you know it would be like their planet or you know was like wiped out by the covenant so and they managed to escape you know they were one of the few that you know were able to evacuate so it's like for them it's kind of like hey we want to get back at them so they kind of have and then i think in i don't fully remember but i believe because there is some personality for the chief in five when he interact at least when he interacts with his team because they are the people that like he grew up with and actually fought with and like all of, I mean, except for well, pretty much before, um, like one, like all of his missions were done with these guys. So it's like there is some personality there that it's like since they are like you know his friends and the people that he fought with for like forty plus years and trained with and grew up with, there is some little bit there. But kind of outside of that, there's like you know not really. I think there is some where it's like he besides like the military greetings and stuff that he doesn't necessarily know how, you know how to interact outside of the like military yeah i think another reason is that people hated four was it was sort of like that was character development like he was having like ptsd he was having flashbacks yep. of his former partner cortana and he was feeling regret and he was trying to come to terms with it while still fighting aliens and kicking their butts. And then it's like, nope, there she is. You're 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 saved now. You're good. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just there's yeah, so much. Yeah, because it's like 
four was Smart. kind of like the first where like he actually was like it kind of seemed like there were he was actually having interactions with other people outside of the like war situation but then there was kind of where there was like yeah you know it's like because cortana was going starting to go crazy there was some stuff there with the chief um and then yeah just like um and then yeah like the whole fact with like the cap captain commander of uh the infinity like he was crazy too yeah because it was like it was so yeah. much awesome plot just absolutely thrown away in like the last 10 minutes yeah because it's like that was a huge thing i didn't like with with four as well was how i mean you know they they made the commander of the ship infinity they like they made him I, I kind of felt like they made him way too insane. He was just super crazy. Yeah, I think also that um, I think my dad, I, you got really tired of uh, once you got Cortana back, her constantly talking to you. Like it was cool seeing her every once in a while because, like I said, it was PTSD, character development, yada yada yada. But then, like, you put her back in your helmet port, and it's just like hi i'm here hello i'm not dead like every five seconds yep so anyway we've talked about halo for a long <laughs> time we should probably keep going we probably should uh shin megami tensai 3 nocturne hd remaster wow that's a mouthful uh mentions steam as a platform in the game's unity configuration so it that's looks cool like, yeah it looks like atlas is actually taking uh PC seriously ever since Persona 4 Golden went absolutely yep. crazy because it actually came to PC. Yep, Again, so. we've, I've ranted about this before. I won't, but just can't believe it. feels like a surprised Pikachu meme, you know? It's like, yep. this game won't sell at all. Puts game on Steam and sells 500 copy, 500,000 copies first uh, week. Surprised Pikachu. <laughs> yeah it's like are you really that surprised i don't know yeah but yeah I'm, it's like i'm glad we'll get more shin megami tensai and stuff like that you know more atlas games on uh steam because they're pretty good jrpgs yep because it did i mean it did seem like it was one of those that lots of people wanted but it was playstation exclusive not gonna get it comes to steam people are gonna cash out <laughs> yeah and honestly as i keep saying i think the pc and the console uh players are exclusive uh except for a very small few so if they if you have a console bringing it to pc is just going to be a second revenue stream it's not going to like not go anywhere and be wasted money because you're like oh well i've already got it on ps5 it's like no pc gamers spend a lot of money on their pc and that's about it they don't buy consoles yep. so bringing it to pc is actually just awesome because pc gamers get to play it and also you get more money as a company so anyway, yeah i mean again, i guess I've... the only thing you could possibly be worried about is people people you know like with the ps ps5 and the xbox s other X, xbox is microsoft so they're bringing it to pc as well anyways basically running windows anyway yeah i think the only thing that can they can possibly be worried about is people not getting the new console at all but then it's like then just don't make a new console and again but i think know. i think as we have slightly touched on before uh the console market and the pc market are 
pretty exclusive in terms of, you know, one does generally not overlap with the other. Yeah. This PC, you got to like tinker with it, but you can get like those max FPS. Mm -hmm. Whereas like well, a I PS5, mean, like, like you plug it in and boom, you're ready to play. And yeah, I, just don't I mean, think well, uh, okay, I should correct myself. Not, I shouldn't say don't make a new console, but don't make it. Because it kind of seems like they're going super high end. You know, it's like they can make it so it's a little bit less so they don't so they're not and i mean maybe th that is the case with the ps5 because actually now that i think about it, it is it is about yeah it is i think it is cheaper than the playstation 4 was on release so so i think it does seem like they are finally i think starting to see it somewhat and they're not selling it as high which i think yeah. is good because i think then more people are gonna be enticed to buy the console because they're not spending so much on just the console and then so i do I, at least that's my hope is i i hope that that's gonna entice sony to release more on PC. and honestly i mean most of these uh developers don't make any money on console sales anyway a lot of the times they lose money like they sell mm -hmm. them at cost because they know they're going to make a ton of money on the software. So it's like, just bring the software to another platform where you don't have to sell the hardware. <laughs> anyway, I could go on this to for topic for a very long time, but could. I'm not going to because <laughs> we talked about this on plenty of podcasts already. Yep. <laughs> Seems, I think most of them, if not all of them, like, I think last I want to say last five we've talked about it because I think it's just so silly because we yep. always it's like constant surprised Pikachu meme it's like uh -huh. wow we spent like a million dollars on porting it oh man that's a lot of investment and then they make like 60 million dollars and it's like surprised Pikachu face it's like oh my goodness like you, you, your your compatriots like Capcom have done this already and have been been surprised Pikachu'd. So why are you surprised Pikachu'd? But anyway, I digress. Uh, Borderlands Three uh, Season Pass Two was announced and will be coming on November 10th, or at least the first half. I'm honestly kind of uh, excited for it. Uh, I'm a big fan of roguelikes, and they're introducing a mode called Arms Race, where it's basically you're dropped into an arena with no weapons and it's got permadeath and you grab weapons you know as you're as you're playing and uh you just gotta play That's with cool. what what rng's for you and I, I just think that looks really fun it it looks like a fun replayable mode um that apparently will have exclusive loot just it's just like i said i love roguelikes and i love borderlands 3 the only thing i might be disappointed about is uh in arms race you're not able to use your special abilities um yeah, which is which is kind of part of the fun of borderlands but eh, whatever like throwing yeah, down like some insane like that's a little bit of a disappointment there but. I, i'd love a hard mode like if they updated it later with a hard mode where they like increased the enemies by like three times and mm -hmm. uh let you use like a level 50 or i guess and, it, and then the game came out it was like level 50 and now it's like level 65 um max level character i think that would be fun it let you try yeah. a lot of fun builds too definitely but uh i mean so far gearbox has done a pretty good job of updating it i mean we got fun borderland science um 
their DLC packs have been pretty good, so maybe they'll just update it in later. Plus, it comes with uh, a fourth skill tree uh, for each character, which I find really cool, like a really nice compromise, because they said that they didn't want to create any new character DLC, because after looking at the statistics of Borderlands 2, um, only like 2% of players played Krieg and... Uh, I can't remember the girl's name. Anyway, Krieg and the other DLC character, the Mechromancer. Um, so they didn't want to make DLC that like no one's going to enjoy. But this way, like you can enjoy it still in a way because it's still the same characters that you've grown a fond of without having to start a new game. But it's also a new way to add more abilities and really yeah. add to the customization. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I like what I see so far. I find it amusing that uh, the Moe's um, little uh, special ability is she makes a tiny version of her, um, of her giant mech. What I find interesting is that um, I wonder if they're going to update the other skill trees. Because what I noticed is a lot of the skill trees that they're creating are basically some of the skill trees some of the best skill trees in um or builds i guess i should specify the best builds in borderlands 3 but basically like as their own skill tree so i wonder if they're going to take some of the skills and move them over and change them around because i remember the best mose build basically uh when i last played had you creating uh iron bear the mech as a sentry turret but now with this new skill tree iron bear becomes a mobile sentry turret so does that it is pretty still, awesome. I mean, honestly, yeah, that is really awesome and I love it. But I just wonder if it'll invalidate the other skill trees uh, and if they're going to change them around because of it. We'll have to yeah, see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Maybe if because there are enough skill points, maybe you can get uh, the tiny walking uh, mech bear. And then if you get the sentry mode, maybe you'll get like a full sized iron bear. Who knows? We'll have to see when it comes out November 10th. That'd be pretty yeah. fun as a giant walking death machine following you around. Because that was kind of one of the issues is that um, you had to kind of aggro all the enemies over to you. And it was kind of annoying because Iron Bear when in sentry mode just wouldn't move. But if you could put him in like sentry mode and then he'll like follow you around, that'd be pretty useful. Yep. So we'll have to see. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, I love Borderlands 3 despite all the hate the story got. Um, which I honestly think is unwarranted, but that's just personally me. And uh, yeah, November 10th. And our final little bit of news is uh, the an, an update for Anthem was actually announced. It's only been like two years since the game was practically abandoned. Abandoned, excuse me. And um, yeah, they're talking about updating the uh, builds and the suits that you wear to be more fun. Interesting. I think so. Uh, I feel like it's probably like two years too late, yeah. but we will have to see how it goes. You know, like uh, as mentioned, I believe by Erg pre-podcast, the you know No Man's Sky was considered a complete failure on launch, and now it's a pretty good game. So maybe they'll mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe they'll manage to salvage it somehow. I don't know. Yep. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it will depend on what changes they want to make and what they what is their idea of fun suit. Very true, very like true. Like if they mean yep. fun, like you have more customization, you can change the colors if you pay for it. It's not very funny. 
Oh, sort of speaking of that, and concerning it's one of our topics, uh, what was it? There was a big controversy lately of like the color purple in uh, a Halo being five dollars, something like that. But anyway, yes, we'll have to see. Is it? We will watch it with um, with bated breath, with skeptical optimism. Yep. But hey, that's how life goes. I do have a special segment, though, this week, uh, because the Steam Halloween sale went on. What did you buy? The various visual novels that were on my wish list. <laughs> well, let's see. Yeah, so I bought uh, some that I don't even know what they are, because it was like a bundle. Oh, uh, okay. Because it was like, the just buying the game was like, I think just buying the game was like $15, but then if I bought the bundle, which gave three other games it was like $22 so I was like I'm paying a little bit more and I'm getting a couple extra games sure <laughs> that sounds fun Erg did you buy anything yes I bought both the forest which Ooh, I played game. a little bit yeah but I think it would be more fun with someone else to play and true. then I bought the remnant from the ashes which is also a fun one that one's a little bit more controversial. Why? So it's a game that some people love and some people hate. It's not so much controversial because of what's in it. It's more just some people love it and some people hate it. Yeah, I like it quite a lot right now. But uh, what I don't like is basically that uh, if you are in game and you have only the basic game and you are at NPC shop basically, it will show you all of the weapons and the armors you could get if you bought DLC and basically it's locked after uh, uh, it's locked uh, bef it's locked unless you buy the DLC. Like I don't mind it if they just uh, didn't show that, uh, but it's annoying if they show it that you could have it if you bought the DLC. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I've yeah, seen that with some games where yeah, it's like it shows you like the list of all the, the stuff and then it's like and I think I've seen it with I, I don't remember if I have but I think there's like a game or two that like they don't even tell you that it's like DLC until you try and get it then it's like once you try and actually purchase the gun in game then it's like nope you need this thing and it's like yeah what? I think I think Killing Floor has done the, done that a couple times before too which always annoyed uh, me. It's like, it's like uh, oh, look at this cool shotgun. I think it was Killing Floor. It might have been a different game. It's like, hey, look at this cool shotgun. I was like, yay. And it's like, nope, buy the DLC if you want to play with it. I was like, boo. <laughs> I mean, I know Killing Floor 2, they have that where you have to buy the guns. But as far as I'm, unless you play with someone that has it, it doesn't show up in the shop. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing I like there with Killing Floor 2. Like, they don't it doesn't show up in the shop unless you're playing with someone that has that had bought it mm, or you enough. bought it yourself so which is nice because it's like and if someone else bought it you can use it so that's the nice thing there is the fact that it doesn't show up purchasable unless you can actually get it which is nice yeah so it's not like hey look at this weapon that you could get if you have dlc like you really only see that in the main like the main screen yes it shows it it's like hey here's and it's like and even then it's like a small thing in like the corner of the the thing it's like hey here's this like thing you can buy in this 
you know, in the store to be able to use it in game. Yes. So it's like that's nice there, and like somewhere it's like yeah, it's like here's this thing you can get, but once you try and get it, then we'll tell you that you have to have the DLC in order to get it. It's like yeah, very true. Uh, as for what I bought, I bought um, Octopath Traveler was fifty uh, percent off, and I didn't want to nice. buy it on the Switch because Switch games almost never go on sale uh, unless it's a downloadable indie. Uh, and then I also got some DLC for Neon Abyss. Thank you, Miss Cookies, for that wonderful present of the original game. And I got Heartbeat, which was a really cool RPG maker, uh, I guess RPG, that was pretty cool looking. And I've been waiting for it to go on sale, and it was like 67% off. So I was like, hey, I'll pay a five for this. It looks like it could be a really good, you know, enjoyable experience, especially considering uh, it's so well you know, received. Yeah, I think the only other game I'm thinking of getting, although it doesn't matter if I'm, because it's not on sale, uh, I still, I still actually haven't bought um, Among Us. <laughs> still haven't bought that yet. Just I mean, because. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and it's like kind of for me, part of the reason I haven't is because again, it's one of those that like I have coworkers at work that been bugging me to get it so we can play and it's kind of like i do kind of have this thing where it's like when people like kind of bug me to get something it i kind of have the tendency to do the opposite it's like oh you want me to do this yeah no jeez very Fuck contradictory yeah. i'm not gonna do it <laughs> oh my. but no i'm probably if not now i'll probably get it eventually because i know there's um I've seen stuff on YouTube, like, there's some people I watch on YouTube that they actually do, or where they said that, you know, it's like, they might play with fans and whatnot, so it's like, it's like, okay, that's an incentive to get it. Yes, very, very true. Very true indeed. So, well, and I mean, it's only, it's only $5, so it's not, like, you know, it's not like yeah. when they announce something like that that I can't just, you know, be like, okay, hey, it's been announced for, you know, say, next week that they're going to do it, so I'll buy it. You know, I could buy it then when they announce it and then download it real quick and then yeah. play, so. <laughs> yes, indeedy. All right. I just haven't had a big need to get it. Kind of the same thing with um, Fall Guys. Haven't Fall really. Guys, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably eventually get it. Didn't go on sale now, but if it goes on sale for winter, I'll definitely get it. Um, yes. I, I don't know if they're doing a fall sale as well. That's this sale, I think. I think fall sometimes happens. That's true. It used to only be, um, it used to only be uh, the October Halloween sale, but then they kind of put a like a Thanksgiving yeah, fall like, sale in there too. Yeah, it's like sometimes it seems. Yes, yeah, it seems it's like, like every now and then there's a there's an extra, f like it kind of yeah, kind of like a black their Black Friday Cyber Monday sale kind of that they throw out there for people and then so so it seems like that's sometimes there and then but it's like again like the halloween sale it's only in like a couple days and then then there's the big winter in december it's like two weeks so it's like a week in december week in january yeah i still hope we get um i still hope we get like a, a coupon like I, i've been liking those steam coupons they've been out the five dollar ones yeah i like that yeah, so I hope they do that in December too. That'll be very nice. They 
I'll be a little surprised if they don't because they did for the summer sale they did. Yeah. So I'd be a little surprised if they do it for the summer, but they don't do it for the winter. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's always the thing. Valve is very mysterious. Although I, I personally, at least, I do like that about Valve. The fact that, like, because it kind of seems like with some of the companies, they're kind of easy to read and whatnot. But it's like, I like how Valve, they mix things up, which is nice. Yes. Like I said, I just, uh, I just want more coupons. Yes, coupons are good. Coupons are very good. Although they are a pain for the people on the other end, and that has to take them, but... Yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, these are digital coupons, so... Yeah, they're, like, so they're not as bad. automatically applied. Yeah, they're not as bad. Yeah. And they're not... And I feel since they are digital and it's for games, and they kind of tell you, like, how they work, and, and it's, it's easier for them to handle it. And then they don't... And also since it is dig, digital and there's not another person on the other end... They don't end up like retail does because in retail it's such a pain they'll come in they'll have like they'll grab a cart full of stuff or whatever and then they'll be like oh yeah i left my coupon at home can you it's like why are you buying a cart full of stuff if you left your coupon i don't know they should really just uh come come back with a coupon i guess but i don't know i don't i thankfully don't yeah. work in retail right now so. <laughs> yeah or it's one of those things where it's like they'll get a cart full of stuff give you a coupon which on the coupon it says it's off a single item and and then they'll be surprised that like you know they're buying say like two hundred dollars worth of stuff and they're only saving like yeah four bucks and it's like four. why <laughs> it's like, because it's off a single item and the highest item is like you know like 20 bucks so you're only saving four bucks yes very very true it's not your pain yeah all right or it's one of those things where it's like they Use the, they already used the coupon and it's like oh they already oh goodness they already used it yeah and they try and use it again it's like you already used it uh, or like so, with our yeah unfortunately with like the email ones which I kind of get on their side but it's like they we send reminders that they have the coupon and they think it's a it's a different coupon it's like no it's the same coupon it's the same coupon it's just a reminder that you have the coupon they don't understand it. <laughs> They yes. just repeat themselves, and it's like, uh, no, I'm gonna ignore you now. <laughs> oh my! Uh, so much fun, huh? <laughs> we just think. I mean, except when they throw me at customer service for some weird reason, I don't have to deal with a lot since I'm not really doing cashiering. I'm now Thank goodness on the floor, trying, attempting to fill inventory. Trying to fill the inventory but most of it is gone which is not fun <laughs> yeah most of it's gone because because of covid we're just waiting for shipment yeah which because of that though we're constantly asked because i guess because we're both we're empty and stuff going on in the news but we're constantly asked if we're closing it's like no we're just waiting for shipment <laughs> are you closing yet and it it always makes me laugh too because we have so we have like a small sign as people turn in and then we have a sign out front that says we're hiring interesting we have signs saying we're hiring people will still ask are you closing why would we hire if we're closing who knows who knows uh, people are silly they are they certainly are 
right, that's been our podcast. Thank you so much for watching. Feel free to rate us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to your favorite podcast app. If you want to, please follow us on Twitter, which is at D-I-T-D underscore views. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics, feel free to tweet us, or you can find our email in the link tree found in the description. Our group name is uh, Devils in the Detail. We are a Steam Curator, and if you want to join our Discord, feel free at discord.com forward slash invite forward slash capital M C capital G P X C capital U. And as always, if you wish to support us, we are at patreon.com forward slash DITD. Thank you so much for listening and spending some time with us. And it is time for us to go until we are summoned again. go back to sleep <laughs> all right go back to sleep and get some good sleep and then i'll work on my online class <laughs> yes very exciting